Welcome to another episode of Dishing in the D. It's our podcast. We're Chad and Christy from the all-new 98.7 The Breeze every week. We talk about what is happening in Detroit, what food and local chefs are doing, local celebrities on. And this week, our guest is Joan Jackson. He's from Detroit and currently on Broadway, starring in the musical Ain't Too Proud to Beg. And we were so fortunate to be able to catch him literally the day after Not only was he on the Today Show performing, but after finding out that they were nominated for 12 Tony Awards this year, which is such an incredible accomplishment. And I think my favorite thing, though, Christy, was how the phone call started. Here's how it went. Hi, it's Juwan calling. Well, as if I couldn't tell it was you from that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a pleasure it is to talk to you and to talk about this particular Broadway show, uh, where you came from, of course, because here in Detroit, we are so very proud of you uh, playing Melvin Franklin on Broadway. Juwan Jackson, ain't too proud to beg. Twelve Tony nominations this week. Let's start there. Oh my God, it's unbelievable! It's going to make some people go. Uh, what was that other big show on Broadway last year? The one about that Alexander guy? I don't even remember anymore because now we got the Temptations. <laughs> you know, we got to clear room for the new. We got to clear room for the new. You know, it's so amazing how Broadway. There are just so many inspiring shows and and entertaining shows. It just seems like it's jamming more now than ever before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that we've created an, um, a, a avenue for it, and, and people are, you know, requiring and requesting that, you know, we want to keep Broadway hip and fresh, and so bringing these new shows that are contemporary, you know, that people know, that people want to, you know, come see and have a good time. It's all about having a good time now, so... Um, it's a it's a new thing. How now? Walk us through the process to becoming someone on Broadway. Did did a, a first round of auditions happen in Detroit, or did you send in an audition, or were you in New York? Well, yeah. So I've been living in New York for the last uh, six years, and uh, funny enough, I couldn't get an audition for this show. I tried and tried and could not get in the room. At the time, I didn't have an agent, and I was doing everything on my own. And so it was actually um, my castmates who were playing in the show who kind of, like, put a bug in the, in the casting producers and everyone's ear, like, hey, I have a friend who would be perfect for this role. You have to have him in the show. He's perfect. And so when the second round of auditions came, I got the phone call, and, you know, the rest is history. I came in, auditioned, and they were like, where have you been? I'm like, I've been here waiting <laughs> <laughs> to be seen, you know. So um, it's been a great journey, you know. It's a really, really great journey. I wasn't a dancer, so I had to learn all the dance moves um, for this show. But now I have them all the way down. Which we saw uh, on the Today Show this week. I mean, you talk <laughs> about just, you know, for, first it's this, and then it's this. I mean, it's got to be kind of just... Every day you're pinching yourself, like, what's going to be the next thing that I'm going to have someday to talk about? Yeah, remember that time I was on the Today Show and we were dancing out there and sounding amazing? Oh, absolutely. There's so many great things happening. So many, you know, I'm, I'm now in a state of gratefulness. You know, we're going to the Met Gala on Monday. Um, 
and that's a first, you know, for me. So it's like all these things that are happening, you know, around the show, surrounding the show has been just overwhelming. Um, it's just so many good things. And like you say, you pitch yourself every day to make sure you're actually woke and awake with these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, the Met Gala obviously is going to be, there's going to be a ton of celebrities there. Are you going to be like one of these people that totally plays it cool? Or are you going to have your phone out like, okay, this is going to be a night of selfies. I'm going to grab everybody I see. I think it's going to be a, a happy mixture. Okay. <laughs> it'll be a happy mixture because, you know, a lot of, you know, I'm going to try to play it cool because I'm like, okay, I belong here. And so let me just, you know, uh, mix in and, and, and blend in. But another part of me, if I see, you know, like one of my favorites, I may have to, you know, goofy fanboy out real quick. <laughs> and then, you know, really back in. Well, Juwan, you know, obviously we're proud of you, but we're particularly proud of you because you were born and raised right here in Detroit. And I, I know I saw a celebrity the other day that said, you know what, it's so important to give back and give a helping hand to up and coming uh, kids, whatever their field or whatever their interest. Was there that one person that really reached out and, and gave you that helping hand or that inspiration that you needed just to say, you know what, I got this? Absolutely. And for me, that was actually my college professor, um, Jessica Alexander, who is still to this day, she's always giving out and always reaching back and making sure she's pouring into me. You know, it's, it's being an actor it's a hard thing to do already, you know, because you have highs and lows mm-hmm. and especially in my lows, when I didn't know if I wanted to do this again, she always was there. Was like, Hey, keep going. You got this. You're, you, you know, they said no this week. Someone's going to say yes, keep going, keep going, keep going. And, you know, I really appreciate her, you know, and also my family support. I have a huge support system out there in Detroit who loves and adores me and, and just, I have always been rooting for me and always been wanting to see me win. So, you know, I have to attribute all of them to. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned this this college professor, so let's go ahead and let you get a, a shout-out. Where where did you go to school? <laughs> I went to school at Eastern Michigan University, graduated. <laughs> all right, go Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I'm a proud alumni. <laughs> That's right, because sometimes some of those colleges like that get overlooked by the other one in green and blue. So uh, You know, Absolutely. But this green and white, you know, we we represent them, represent them well, you know. Absolutely. Now, it's my understanding, too, that there's a story somehow where you and Whitney Houston are connected. Okay, yeah. So we, I did uh, Whitney Houston's last movie, Sparkle, um, that actually filmed in Detroit. Um, that was my first, like, professional um, acting extra job and... You know, was on set with her, and they had told us not to say anything to we. You know, it's one of those things. Don't look her in the eye. Don't say <laughs> nothing to the actors. You know, and the first time she came on set, the very first thing she came up to me, she walked straight up to me. It was like, "Good morning," and I was like, uh, <laughs> "I'm not supposed to say anything." To you. <laughs> and she's like, "No, like, hello." And so we had a conversation and we sparked one and, you know, she was just so, so great. And so like gracious, it was just like, this is Whitney Houston. I didn't, you know, I was lost for words, but just to experience her and be in the same air she was breathing at the time. Wow. Was just the best experience. That's incredible. 
now, I can only imagine now, if we flash forward again to where you are now, because I think of the music of The Temptations, because here on the all-new 98.7 The Breeze, you know, we, we play a few of those classic Motown songs an hour, and we do play The Temps and The Four Tops and Smokey and all those people that, that I absolutely love and adore, like I'm sure you do as well. But when you think of The Temptations, not just the moves, but the harmonies, and I mean, obviously, you're the bass. We know that from talking to you. But that first time, then, that you walked into the room with the rest of the castmates, somebody sat down at a piano and said, okay, let's start up a song. I just want to know, A, what was the first song? And B, what, what did the hair stand up when, like, the harmonies hit? Oh, the first song was uh, I Can't Get Next to You. Okay. And... It was, it, it was really, it was, it was, it's always interesting when, when I open my mouth because people are unsuspecting, uh, unexpected of it because I'm so small. And so they're like, I can't believe this voice just came out of you. <laughs> and so I sang and the whole room just jumped up and ran out of their seats and just hollered. Wow. Like, finally, 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 here it is. Here he is. This is what we were missing. This is what we were missing. And so, you know, it always feels good to have that support and to know that, like, you know, they rallied for you. And it's always after that, you know, they said, when you came, we were not, we are not completed. You right. Know, the group is not complete. And so, you know, it's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling. And, awesome. and sadly, you know, M- Melvin has passed. Um, yeah. So did, have you had, though, an opportunity to to talk to any of his family? Have they come to the show? I mean, what is their interpretation of, of how you're portraying him on stage? Well, you know, Otis Williams, the last surviving temptation, he's, you know, a very active participant in this process. It has been since the beginning. So he's given me a lot of pointers and a lot of things about Melvin. But the one that um, hit closer to my heart is, uh, was, is Melvin's wife, Kim English. She came to L.A. and saw me, and she has now become my heart. Like, when we first met, she just hugged me. It was like, it was like you knew my husband all of his life. Wow. I was like, I was watching my husband all over again. She was like, and you did that. And so, and she's, she's given me so many, you know, tips and nuggets and things to continue to, like, build upon on my character study and just being Melvin. And, you know, I carry this. Um, identification card that she gave me, his old Motown identification card and his ID. I have a, a blown up size one that I carry in my book bag. And I have one that I carry in my wallet just to keep Melvin and a piece of him always close and near to me. So I would never forget, you know, the, the shoulders that I'm standing on that's carrying me through this process. And you are making me tear up, Juan. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, what man. a great story, you know? That's really Thank amazing. You. How. How uh, now have they given you an idea? And, and obviously, I mean, the show is ex- doing exceptionally well. I mean, 12 Tony nominations. Uh, how long is your, your current contract or how long are you planning on being in the Broadway run? And then, you know, what's next? Well, the five of us, uh, we're all contracted for a year. So we're here until we're going to be in the show until next February. OK. Um, and that's the base. Um, but after that, I, I definitely want to branch out into you know, television and film and, you know, get my feet wet in some action-packed movies or become a super villain or a superhero. <laughs> I'm, you know, I just want to do all of that. But the sky's the limit because I'm an entertainer, you know, and I just want to entertain and I want to give the best of myself because, you know, 
I've done Broadway and I love it. And that's, you know, I love theater. Theater, you know, has gotten me through and has paid my bills for so long. Um, but I definitely want to expand out to everything. So the sky's the limit on what I want to do. Well, you are proof that dreams do come true and oh, that a hometown boy can grow up and, you know, have the world by the tail. I know that the Hollywood industry and the Hollywood machine, both of our kids are child actors. It's mm-hmm. a we, we say to them and said to them throughout their experiences, it's a business of no, but it's not a personal no, it's not that they don't like you. Every casting director, when you walk through their door, they want you to be the one. It's just a matter of staying with it and working hard. And obviously, that's what you did to get to where you are with Broadway. And I know that that's what you'll do on your next step in your journey, too. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely a long game. So I say to anybody out there trying to get into it, you know, you have to be in it for the long haul because there will be a lot of no's before you get to the yes. So you're absolutely right. And that goes for anything. It, it really is a, a great lesson for no matter what you want to do with your life. It, it just takes that commitment and that drive and, and perspective. Mm-hmm. So it, it, to, to wrap up here, uh, because we, you know, Christy and I do the morning show on, on the all new 98.7 The Breeze. And I don't know if you've had a chance to be back to Detroit yet to listen to our new radio station, but uh, we're certainly proud of it and, and love the way it sounds and that we do get to play those classic Motown songs. So other than a temptation song, because I'm not going to ask you what your favorite is, because I know that's going to be too difficult. What is your all time favorite Motown song. Uh, my all-time favorite song, Motown song, is I heard it through the grapevine, Marvin Gaye's mm. version. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye's version. I love, love, love it. Just anything and with Marvin Gaye. Mercy, mercy yeah, me. Anything. Let's anything. get it on. I mean, anything with Marvin is 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 it, a good one. It's just so he hard. Was Motown sex symbol too. You know, <laughs> my mother's in love with him. Well, you know, I mean, Barry White might have might argue against that. Hang on a second. We're talking deep voices. I mean, you might be on Team Barry. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that you mentioned Marvin Gaye, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, but what about Stevie Wonder? <laughs> the list keeps going on. It's I, I can never pick a favorite. Oh, yeah, it's so many because that's that, Mo, that's that Motown thing. Motown created hits. He built it, you know, with the the um, template of an automobile factory, like just hit after hit after hit. That's after it. Hit after hit, you know, and he had something. He, he had something when he did the Jackson 5. Come on now. Like, I know. Right, right. Just, we can just go on for days. Yeah, Aretha. Let's now let's get into the ladies I know, of Motown. That's right. Diana, goodness. Yeah. So, well, Jawan, we again are so proud of you here. And the next time that you are back in uh, Detroit, obviously, we would love to to have an opportunity to meet you in person. And and um, absolutely. And I know you got your start doing some radio, so maybe you can come help us co-host the morning show one day. There you go. You know, brush up my radio voice, you know, and I definitely will uh, come on in there. We'll have Chad be your yeah. intern. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, hey, at least we know who our hookup is in Broadway until next February. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Jawan, it's Chad and Christy. We're in New York. Hey, we want to come. Bye. Come on out. Come on. Shameless. Please, come. I know.
Hey, again, great talking to you. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule and keep breaking a leg there. We are so proud of you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate y'all. So next week on the podcast, we are going to the dogs. Literally. You know what? There have been so many pet adoption events over the past few weeks here in Metro Detroit. There probably are a lot of people with new furry little friends at home. I think it's that time of the year. You know, the kids are going to be getting out of school, so a lot of parents figure, well, if we are going to get a new pet, probably should do it at the beginning of the summer so the kids do have time to spend with the dog bond, help train. Well, we are going to get some training tips from an expert next week. His name is Joel Silverman. If the name sounds familiar and you watch Animal Planet, Joel was the host of the TV show Good Dog You on Animal Planet from 1999 to 2009. Animal Planet was on in our house constantly during that time. Uh, our son is such an animal fanatic. So, I'm very excited to be able to talk to Joel because we have a new puppy, Kim Adams, who is on in the midday here at the all-new 98.7 The Breeze, also has a new puppy. So we are going to get some insider tips on what you should and shouldn't do when it comes to training a dog. So Joel Silverman will be on Dishing in the D with us next week. Until then, thanks for downloading and streaming. We appreciate it.